Cody Alexander, Match Quarters. Welcome to another episode of the Art of X Show. Wherever you're listening or watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like, and share. And we are continuing going down our coverage basics for this summer's podcast series. Today, we're talking about an introduction to cover three, going over kind of the philosophy, kind of the basics of the coverage. Uh, remember, I'm obviously quarters-based. I have been forever. If you followed me at all, you understand that I'm a big quarters guy, have been, always will be. It's kind of my home base. It's my security blanket. It's what I love. But I do feel like... You have to have a cover three element to your defense and really not necessarily cover three. Maybe it's a match three because you play a lot of cover one with your quarters or you are a cover three team that needs to kind of maybe have some new ideas. You've been a spot drop cover three team for a while. It started some of the some of these modern offenses are starting to catch up with you and you need to have some sort of a match element with it. I think nowadays every cover three team, especially like at the NFL and the college level, they have two high shell uh, quarters toolboxes within it. So you're seeing this meshing of scheme. And I think it's important to understand how things translate. You know, for me, I've always looked at it as an expense account. Uh, obviously, my my brand is match quarters. I love quarters. That's kind of where my home base is. That's where I'm anchored. So I'm expensive in quarters. I'm expensive in the way that I teach it. I am very front loaded pedagogy wise with quarters. And then we kind of move on from there, find ways to close the post, answer tools. And I've talked about this before with safety spokes, things like that with the backside safety. Now, I do feel like, and I was really exposed to this. I, I've always taught, you know, I've always coached really, I, I did three years at the college level, and then I've always coached at the large levels of football here in the state of Texas. Very spread oriented, very much a quarterback heavy. Uh, if you look at the playoffs, a lot of the times it's who has the best quarterback who is winning, winning the, the state title, or at least going, winning that, winning their district and going deep into the playoffs. So I think modern defense now is about duality. And so when I, when I went down my last year of coaching, I went down to life school, um, coaching with my father. That's one of the biggest things I wanted to do. I was able to do that. Uh, but it was one of the, I was really exposed to a different style of football more play action oriented. It was power spread, spread to run. It was not quarterback based. It was more or less, hey, who's our best athlete? We're going to hand him the ball, throw him the ball, get it the ball to space, whatever we got to do to do that. And so for me, the way that I had always looked at quarters is great because you have all these tools to stop RPOs. It's great against quarterback run game. It's great. You're kind of even. You can you can do different things. You can move it around. It really fits with some of the air raid style stuff, the vertical cap. You know, we, we get vertical caps on things. And so for me, I never really had to think about kind of placing guys where I need them. When I went to life school, we just weren't very talented. We had, a lot of those kids had not played football, uh, were kind of COVID year, didn't play, were either JV the year before. A lot of these kids were not 
they weren't great at football. And so I needed to find a way to really just put kids where they were. So the philosophy changed from what I had always kind of done as being very multiple in the back end, being very pedagogy heavy. Hey, we'll figure it out. I've always had good athletes at the secondary. I've had really smart kids. So when you go to an area that's maybe it's a smaller school, I need different things, or you go into a different conference, a different district, and it's just asking you to do different things. It really puts a stress on you as a coach to maybe look at the way that you're you're doing things and is this the correct path that you need to go now so for me we really about really a couple weeks into the season I just was like look we are going to be a five-man pressure team and we're going to play cover one Looking into the future, I knew come the next spring, we were going to have to work on a way to get a simple match three that matched up with our cover one rules that was easily put. I could put a safety where I needed them in the box, because for me, I can figure out the pressure pass because I have linebackers I that that really they weren't. I, I had two linebackers. Right. And so I. They weren't that great at reading, you know, reading guards or reading the back, you know, belly key, stack track, fall back, whatever you want to do. We just weren't very good at it. We weren't skilled at it. Uh, we had decent athletes, but the skill level just wasn't there. The football IQ wasn't there. So in, in turn, five-man pressures, I could put them where I, exactly where I needed them to be so we could get the fit structure that I needed. And then I just needed a safety to come off the table. That was something that we struggled with. So I needed to be able to put a guy down. Well, eventually we just ended up just saying, hey, look, let's just be a five-man pressure team with cover one behind it that it simplifies everything. And we will work on, since we were so young and our freshman class was so good, we would let's work on uh, a kind of the football IQ stuff with them and then eventually grow that through that. So I think modern defense, again, is about duality. You've got to be, are you an even and an odd front? You've got to be able to mix those structures up, whether you're an even front and you have a bare look or you're an odd spacing team and you're finding ways to use your creepers and sims to create your tight front mechanics from a four down. Uh, it goes all the way to the coverage as well. You've got to have split field coverage tools and you've got to have a middle of the field close tools. And I think as we go further into it, I think that duality, that, that keeping people off balance. Now, you have to be expensive somewhere. So this is not one of those, hey, let's be a jack of all trades, but a master or none. No, let's be a master at something. That way I can then relate that back to what we're going to have. Whether you're a cover one team in and then you have a trap two off of it, whether you're a cover three team and you're going to build quarters tools into it for when you need to have those from a too high shell, whether you're a quarters team and you need to have a way to force fit the box with a middle of the field close in and putting your safety down uh, and being aggressive to the box, maybe on an early down versus a spread to run team. So again, if you major in quarters, you need to find an inexpensive way to teach cover three and vice versa. If you are a cover three major team, then you need to find ways to have quarters tools in your tools box. I think the easiest way to relate these, and I've talked about this several times through match quarters, is bracket gives you the alignment to unlock too high rotations with your middle of the field close or your post control concepts. So, and, and vice versa, if you are a rip Liz defense, so you are a match three, you are a rip Liz defense bracket is what can then combine your middle of the field close match three with your split field quarters tools. And a lot of that has to do with how teams are playing with their nickel. Now uh, that was one of the things the past, the, my last two years coaching high school football, we essentially had a third corner at the nickel. We were seeing so much why off three receivers, 
RPOs, uh, fin routes, which is five and in, slants, all of those in-breaking routes. We needed to play tighter. We needed to play more aggressive on that slot. And really, that was kind of the genesis of me shifting to more of a bracket style of quarters than just running regular quarters that I had typically been running at Midlothian and then prior to that at Lovejoy. So simple rotations off of the set, two by two, three by one, you can create simple rotations off of it. And then as you get good at that, you can then add your weak rotation aspect to it. How Maybe it's, and we'll go over this too, maybe it's your, your or weak rotation cross where the backside safety is now the three up player and or you're force fitting it to the weak side and pushing everything over where I call that skate. So you're just kind of pushing everything over. So inexpensive because you've already taught the basics of coverage. Again, I'm a big believer in interchangeable parts that you have these similar things or you have these techniques. That's why football has not changed. Football, we as coaches sometimes overcomplicate it and we try and get these umbrella ideas and we get very vague with things because I want to run a volume of calls when in reality, if I teach the specific non-negotiable techniques, the techniques that I know I'm going to have to have, then I can take that technique and you can kind of Frankenstein your coverage. Uh, so in bracket it's really all we're doing is it's a meg corner and we're playing scooch coverage which is again a man style coverage something that we would run in cover one we're just an outside leverage with the nickel and then the safety is either going to be a, a cheat safety which we have in solo coverage or poach coverage or he's going to work down which again we already have he's going to play scooch on the number two receiver because we already have that in cover one so again most of the time if you were quarter base you're probably a cover one five-man pressure team uh, and that's just typically how it has been uh, maybe you do run some simple fire zone spot drops but now if you want to tighten things up now you can run hey we can run match three that's why if you look at a lot of the data from these analytics departments like pff or true media or some of these others it's really hard if you are a match three defense it's really hard to get a a legitimate is this cover three or is this cover one? Because they play out a lot of the way. So I think the, the if you are sitting here, it's middle of the summer, right? Uh, it's 4th of July. It's middle of the summer. Uh, I'm st I've still got my hamster running. We have a half of a summer already behind us. Maybe you've had your seven on seven tournaments. You've had your seven on seven leagues. You're thinking now, now you're shifting focus more towards where are we going for the season? Install schedules are starting to start pop up. Talks about what we need to do for our first couple opponents, starting to really hunker down and break down what's going in to what's going into the first three weeks of the season. Because again, as, as most of y'all know, after about the first couple weeks of the season, all hell breaks loose and you're into the season and your season year to year is completely different. Maybe you have a major injury. Maybe a kid surprises you and you got a lockdown corner all of a sudden. Maybe what you're teams teams have studied you and they're starting to attack you in a different way so you have to have a different answer so i think for a lot for a lot of people this is the time right now that if we are going to put something in this is when we need to get it into the schedule uh so i again i think bracket let's break down bracket before we move on because that's going to be the basis of our talk if we can understand bracket remember i'm a quarters vision so if you're listening to this and you're a big time cover three guy uh, we're going to be really similar to Ripless. 
Okay. But I am a quarters based defense. And, and again, all of this is translating. My whole goal with match quarters is to make the complex simple, find ways and in easy techniques and simple ways to teach this back to your kids. Or if you're trying to explore and you're trying to learn the game at a, at a higher level to break it down to where into its minutia. So we are talking about bracket. In the most basic form, this is your old school robber coverage. You're going to have a Sam linebacker who's all of two out, and he's going to carry the vertical. If two goes in, he's going to cut one, and then your corner's going to overlap. It's just building a different triangle. Bracket is really the man match version of this. And there really is not necessarily, you can have a soft bracket that might play a little zonish, but bracket really is a man match concept. So once two works inside, then the safety is going to nail down. Now, I did get a great question about this one time is a coach asked, well, what if it's shallow? Well, we already teach corners like a mess coverage. So man, except shallow safeties are in the same boat. If we get a shallow or a mesh route, we don't want to necessarily have him nail down on it. He needs to become kind of a rail hash player, get back on the hash, find work, look for something crossing over on the other side, typically what you would get in quarters. And, and again, if he goes underneath, it's going to turn into quarters. Sam's going to push to one. The safety's going to ride the hash. Mike's going to be your vertical hook drop in the middle of the field. So typically in, in bracket, your corner's going to have all of number one wherever he goes, and that's just kind of – you have a nickel that's blind. So if he goes underneath, you don't want the nickel trying to come off of it. You're just going to go ahead and have him go down. And then, again, that that – mechanics is scooch coverage it's inch coverage outside is kind of a kick step we want to be aggressive it's catch coverage collision and carry i want to funnel to my safety help on passing downs maybe you're running bracket at second and long that safety then can be more of a it's a flat foot maybe pop maybe get him a step off he can be a little bit more passive again you can play these brackets hard where it's man we are nailing down on these guys we're playing as close a man as we possibly can it almost looks like buzz coverage if if, if the the Number two even looks like he's thinking about working inside and the Sam linebacker then or the nickel be, then becomes the, the kind of the that zone off player. So what you're getting is all of two up and out by the nickel. Your safety is going to be at 10. He's going to apex you. He is now the force player. He's flat foot. He has all of two in. If in is if in, uh, then he's going to cap two. If out. Or he goes vertical, we're going to roll into it. If it's out, we're just going to learn post control and we're going to find help. Typically what you would do in quarters. So let's, let's, how do we take bracket, which is our quarters concept and how do we move it into cover three? So first let's talk about dividers. Dividers are important in cover three. There are dividers in quarters, but it's typically just kind of alignment based, right? Like safety, um, I want you, if he's outside the hash, you obviously need to be inside eye. If he's inside the hash, the safety and quarters could then kind of move outside. Uh, for corners, we want to be inside base as much as we possibly can until he reaches that apex. Once he crosses the apex line, then we want to be outside. Uh, sometimes in cover two, you can change whether it's two read palms, however you call it. I call it cloud. You can have that uh, kind of where he's kind of head up to outside if he's in the numbers. So really 
everything you have to understand is we are trying to funnel everything to the middle of the field. That's where our high player is. That's where our post player is. So, you know, typical dividers, the ball's in the middle of the field for the corners. That's going to be one yard inside. Uh, that's where it, then you would start, you would start moving a little bit outside so we can get the funnel. And, and really a lot of, a lot of these cover three teams based out of an outside funnel. They're trying to get everything in apex defenders. Uh, you know, if, if we're our balls on the hash, then it becomes the apex and then the apex of the number. So now if, they are in the apex we want to be outside if they're on the apex numbers we want to be outside so that's typically where you're going to get that and then for your apex defenders it's going to be almost identical to how you teach it in quarters uh, your bracket right so if it's standard alignment we want to be outside if we feel like they're pushing towards the box we still want to be outside if they're really, really wide and really these Uber splits, that's really the only time you're going to have your apex defender be outside. I mean, inside of that slot receiver. So the, a lot of guys that will base and cover three, they will tell you the first thing that you do is you just draw your X's, your eight X's uh, or your seven X's on, on the board. Okay, so we're going to get our, our seven X's. We have a field corner, boundary corner. We've got our four defenders underneath, and we got our middle safety. So we have a two seam players, a strong hook, and a weak hook. Okay, if it's three by one, we have a seam player, a strong hook, a three up player, and a first to fourth. That's how it changes. So everything just kind of shifts over. Instead of having a weak hook, we now have a three up player. And instead of having a seam player on the backside, we have a first to flat right or at the fourth the fourth receiver or a cross or first cross however you want it however you want to label that so that's typically how you're going to do it you're always going to have a middle safety or a post safety so from here this is where you can then build it this is where like the quarter safety spokes with the boundary safety i can kind of move him around where i can travel him with the tight end we can poach him we can move him down and play inverted sky to the x we can play cone we can do this we can do that all that stuff this is where the once you the kids understand the players understand where they are seam strong hook weak hook seam and then now we can we can start moving guys around Right. So you can bring the field safety to the seam. You could bring him into the strong hook. You could bring your backside safety into the weak hook. You can bring your backside safety into this into the seam. So those rotations are all going to be where you're where you're going to get that and where you place it. So that's where your spokes are. So you're going to put them where you need them. Right. So typically weak rotation if you are quarters base weak rotation is a great place to start so anytime we get three by one we're just going to push everything up the key to cover three really is who is your three up player if your three up player is a linebacker and number three is a total stud that's not a good matchup that's when you need to get into some other things but if we are just there hey they're a spread to run team we're quarters based an easy, easy adjustment is what I would call six gate. So just, just for our sake, six, I'm using the same language as saving. So six would be weak rotation three. So six skate, you're just going to skate it. Well, if you're in quarters, um, I've, I've always talked about like slice or thumbs, different, different terms, terminology for this. Maybe you run, uh, maybe your sky is an inverted, like he goes down. That would then put the safety in the first to fourth. And then you push everybody over your nickel still in the seam. Again, they're playing it just like just really similar to bracket, except for the free safety now 
is going to be the cheap player. Your Mike is your strong hook and your will becomes your, your will becomes your three up. So again, if we're looking at this from the offensive perspective, we have a two receivers to the left on defense. We have one receiver to the right. We have a sniffer or a, a tight end in the C. Our nickel is going to be over top the number two receiver. Our field safety is going to be our post player. Mike is going to line up head up on the tight end. He's going to be our strong hook. Will is going to be in the A gap, and he is going to be our three up defender. And then our boundary safety is going to sink down. He's in charge of the B gap. I'm looking at an over front. We're just going to run over three, make it really simple. He is going to be in the B gap, but he is going to sink outside in working into that B gap. And so what you get is run fit wise, it's eight man spacing. So you're on your indicator fit. So if the tight end slices across, everybody moves over a gap. So the mic would then be in the A. So let's say we get split zone. Mike would then uh, work to the A. Will would be into the B and your boundary safety would be outside the tight end with the, with the, with the end being inside. So you still have that eight man spacing. So if let's say, again, I just talked about it. I don't want my will linebacker being in charge of the number three receivable vertical. Well, typically in a quarter system, you're going to have poach already in all you're doing is playing six cross now. So now he just sinks in. This is the same kind of concept as steel coverage. This is the same kind of concept as a poach. He's just going to sink into it. So it went run fit wise. Technically he would be in the a gap. Uh, if you're, if you're doing this, but this is what you would run typically versus a spread team or a team like on a passing down, you know, you're going to get some sort of a cross that you want to have him high. You can still kind of play the box uh, a little bit uh, with it, but he's really kind of a high to low player. Uh, and normally against a lot of these spread teams, they're not really trying to hit that a gap. So you have your nickel again, who's in the seam. He and now we're playing it a little bit more like uh, this would be very similar to like stubby special where your free safety now is going to close the middle of the field. They're not playing it like a two read triangle. Mike's your strong hook. Your boundary safety is going to slide into that three up area from depth looking for the cross. If no cross is there, he's just going to find work. And then your will now transfers into the first to the flat or the fourth receiver. And he will, if the running back doesn't push, he will just work the vertical hook on the backside. And, and normally again, and I've always taught this, you know, I was a corner for, that's what I played in high school. That's what I played in college. Uh, if I got cover three, it was almost always, uh, it's basically off man on the backside. Uh, if he goes underneath, you're going to release it because it's going into a zone. You give an under call but anything vertical stemming it's pretty much man coverage uh and then if i have a post i just want to funnel it to the post safety so make sure that he can uh, he can see it now let's talk about our strong rotation so now we're getting a little bit funky if you're a quarters team this is going to be a little bit new to you so we are going to play this again like bracket but we're going to really force fit that safety down so your nickel's still playing bracket rules he's still playing two up and out your free safety is now going to be the strong hook defender and he would push anything to the flat. So he's got three to the flat, but he's not going to carry three up. In fact, that's going to be your mic, your mic. Now everybody shifts over. 
Mike now is your three up and your will is your first to fourth. Your boundary safety now is the cheat defender. That's kind of how now we're rotating to the strong side. Uh, this is a, this is again, it's eight man spacing. So if we get a tight end slicing across your, your safety works to the a Mike to the B and your will would then meet the safety on the outside with your end being on the inside. So all of your fit structure doesn't change. You're just changing who you want and where they go. Um, one of the things that, uh, you could play like if you are a May quarters team, you're a nine man spacing quarters team. One of the easiest ways to do this and keep this the way that you look is run what I call three swaps. So you're actually the, the field safety and the nickel are swapping. So your, your field safety now is going to be the scene player. Your nickel now is going to clamp down on number three. Mike is still your three up because it's strong rotation and will is first to fourth. I really like drawing up all these cover three schemes to trips because that's where it gets complicated for the kids two by two is easy we're going to be weak rotation the boundary safety is going to go down he's going to have all the two up and out the nickel's going to have all the two up and out and my free safety is just going to cheat into the middle and so it makes everything really really easy um that that to me is kind of the that's simple right so where i want to pressure the kids from the get and i want them to see it complex that's why when i always drop trips i always drop quads i always drop three by one with it with the running back set to that side just so that we go over quads on day one i think that that's the best way to do it what is the hardest thing that they can give out of this formation that's what we want so when i'm teaching cover three yeah we go over briefly cover two i mean a two by two we go over two by two but then when we get I, when we're getting into the nitty-gritty stuff and we're starting to do these different changes i'm going to three by one so that the kids really understand and they see it that hey this is it so if i'm drawing this stuff up i always want to draw it up to a three by one set whether it's Y, y and C or trips. Um, I think everybody now, it used to be everybody started with 10 personnel two by two. Uh, and then uh, then you go to 10 personnel three by one. Now I think everybody kind of does it with Y and the C two by two, Y and the C three by one and goes from there. Uh, you will also hear guys at base and cover three that the easiest way to teach this is 21 personnel. Uh, and so if that's what you want to do, you want to start with 21 personnel. There are some teams and I've been a part of that where I didn't see 21 personnel all year uh and so and i it wasn't even on it wasn't even on the list of things that we were even going to cover because we knew we weren't going to see it so it depends on where your ecosystem is if your ecosystem is really heavy into 11 personnel i would start there uh if you're a real spread heavy start with 10 and then if you're kind of that mixed bag of hey we get everything then maybe you want to do 21 personnel just to make sure everybody kind of has an understanding of where they are so let's now transition we've learned the basics of cover three We've kind of gone over it, how, how bracket, we, we talked about bracket, we moved into how everything kind of interrelates to each other, how you teach the basics of cover three, where you're putting the players. Now let's create a simple match three. Uh, so for me, I like a three Y coverage. I think this is easy. And I kind of, I, I stole the idea from uh, the Fangio system uh, and, and talking to some people that have kind of been around that. Uh, again, what I needed was not a way to close the post against the spread, but it was 
how can I force fit my safeties and make the reads really simple for the mic in the wheel against these spread to run teams. So for me, I made it really simple and we used our cover three, our cover one rules. So we needed at what, when are we going to run three? Y? we need extra run support. We can handle the X. We can handle the slot. Remember I had a, I had a, a corner that was my, my nickel, or we need to change the post snap picture behind creepers and Sims. So what we ended up doing was we created off of bracket. If we got three by one, we played buzz. If we got two by two, we played thumbs. Now, what does that mean? Buzz just means the safety is going, the, the field safety or the safety to the passing strength is going to work into the strong hook. The mic becomes three up. It, we just went over that, right? So if I get two by two, the boundary safety is going to sink down, which is just like our thumbs call that we have in, which is inverted sky that we already have in quarters. And he becomes the first to fourth. The will now is kind of your two up or three up player. And then in two by two, because you don't have three up because three's in the backfield. But yet I heard a guy talk about, you need to really talk about in these two by two sets, your two up player and who is going to be the vertical well, if you're in front of the running back and he pushes, you're going to have to push with it. So the guy opposite the back is your up player, your, your quote unquote up player. So two up, three up. That's a great way. I, I like that. It really unlocked my brain when I was trying to when I was trying to figure this out. So cover one, what we did was we had if we were three by one, I put the field safety down on number three and the boundary safety cheated. So we use that same language. Buzz meant I was on the zone side. Cheat meant I was on the man side. So if I heard cheat, let's say we get typical NCAA alignment, right? 11 personnel alignment. We get the sniffer to the two receiver side. We get the running back weak. We're in a slant set. We got two receivers to the left, one receiver to the right. Okay. If I go buzz, right? We, we, so we have three by one. I'm moving to the tight end, the sniffer. So the sniffers to the two receiver side, the field safety is going to give a buzz call. That means the nickel knows that if it's a regular split, I'm playing it just like cheat. Uh, I'm playing it just like uh, bracket. The boundary safety is going to take all the three out. So we're going to always match it. Now, our, my, my next episode will be over the mechanics and the language in developing that and just going over all of that as we get in. But if I was to the cheat side, that automatically meant I was man because he's cheating to the middle and I got to be man. So the will would take the, the running back man to the flat and obviously the boundary corner is locked up on X. Mike then is your three up player. He's your zone defender. If three pushes, he's going to get vertical. Okay. In two by two, that boundary safety, we, so our tight end now, we have two receivers on the left. The running back is set to the left. Our tight end is now to the right with the X receiver. So the single receiver, now we're going to give it a thumbs call. So our boundary safety is going to give a thumbs call. He's going to come down. He's going to take all the two to the flat. If two goes vertical, he's going to carry it. Your will linebacker is kind of your free player. So then he would then be the up player. He would he would be your vertical hook player because we don't have three receivers out. So I'm not worried about three up. And then the mic would then uh, cheat because now our boundary safety is cheat. So once we get the cheat call, the nickel knows that I'm going to be playing all the two up and out. The mic knows that I've got the running back man to man. And then we can obviously zone it. But again, we will talk about that on the next episode and get into that mechanics. Now, I played mod just because I wanted, I didn't want to give our corners. And this was just a personal preference for where I was at. Uh, I didn't want to give our, I didn't want to give the outside uh, the vertical of, of a fade. We wanted to play everything off coverage. We wanted to play it top down. So we played mod coverage, which is basically man outside deep. And like I told them, 
Um, you're pretty much going to play him man-to-man anyway. Now, if he just goes shallow, uh, you can release it, especially if you're on the zone side. If you're on the man side, we need to play, we need to play it a little bit more mannish. Uh, so we would we would we would game plan that. So again, let's go over kind of the mechanics of, of before we get out of here. Two by two, what does that look like? Okay, we would call this six thumbs. So we're gonna we're gonna rotate week. We have a we have a either a Y off two by two or a 10 personnel two by two. Our boundary safety is gonna drop down. He has the seam, nickels outside leverage. He has the seam. He's taking two up and out. Boundary safety is taking two up and out. My will linebacker or my boundary backer is going to be the two up or the vertical hook player. And then my mic is going to be the strong hook player with my field safety being the post player. Now, if we get three by one, we're going to buzz it. So that means Nickel's going to be outside number two. He's going to have number two up and out. I'm going to have my field safety buzz down. He becomes a strong, a strong hook player. My next backer over, which is my mic, is going to become the three up. And then my will linebacker is going to be the first to flat or the fourth receiver. Uh, and that, and then obviously my corner is going to be locked up. Boundary safety is going to be the post defender. So that's the simple mechanics that we were able to match. And then we took our bracket rules and we just applied them uh, in our cover one rules and just applied them to match three. So if you're coming from rep Liz, right. And you're now moving into a, Hey, I want to have quarters bracket is that key that puts everything together. So now we put everything together for our simple three. Y uh, 11 personnel, two by two, we're dropping to the safety right? 11 personnel tray. So we have tied in two receivers outside. We're dropping on top of the tight end. If we got the one way that we figured out, what if we get trips and what if we get doubles, right? 10 personnel, four open looks. We just checked it to cover one. Then, and to me, that's what's going to end up happening anyway. And you just funnel the running back with the two inside backers. And if you really, if you look at just the most simplistic way of running Ripless, that's what ends up happening is that you end up with uh, basically cover one uh, with a, a rat in the middle, which is going to be whoever's the off, off running back, uh, off ball backer who's away from the running back. He becomes the quote unquote rat. So this is like one lurk. A lot of NFL teams call it one lurk. So that would be where you're going to get it. So hopefully we simplified the cover three concept for you. Uh, and we kind of went over the basics again, I'm not trying to get into the nitty gritty and how, what do you do with stacks? What do you do when two receivers are close? Do you match it, zone it? That's all going to come in the next episode. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Again, follow me on match quarters, uh, anywhere where you social on, on Twitter, it's going to be at the underscore coach underscore a obviously subscribe to the sub stack. That's where I'm putting out all my content, trying to get at least two articles out a week to you guys. You can find my archive and my template shop on matchquarters.com, the OG site, everything's been there. And then again, make sure when you listen to this, make sure to subscribe, like, and share, help the community grow. I appreciate you guys. And hopefully we can make the complex simple.